Mr. Downton. Yeah, um, Mr. Pete. Mr. Pete. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. <laughs> I know it. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real one. I don't. I don't. Not in your vocab. Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning. Happy Russell Westbrook Day and welcome. That was on four. Four. Zero of down to dunk. I am Luke, joining this morning by Andrew and and Taylor. Taylor, <laughs> what's up, dudes? What's up, man? Guys, what you can find up? us on DailyThunder.com-radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday. And, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. Guys, Popcats. It's uh the thunder season is underway. Underway. Anywhere where you're renting a bobcat. Bobcaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Thunder played the Pacers on Wednesday night. This is the only uh game we have not covered via the podcast. And they just killed the Pacers, one fourteen to ninety six. The Pacers were on the second night of a back to back in which they destroyed the Minnesota Timberwolves. This the season has been really weird so far. Like if you just look at all the teams in the league, like the Spurs are the only one that makes sense because the Spurs are just being good. Uh, but without Kawhi, maybe that's weird. Um, mm. I don't know. I mean, the Warriors have lost two games. The Thunder have lost these two games to opponents they could beat. The Cavs lost to the Nets. I mean, yeah. it's just it's a weird. It's just a weird start. Uh, the pace is up throughout the league, so teams are just putting up crazy points. The stat lines are like insane this season because there's so many possessions. Um, but it's been a weird start for for the Thunder and for the rest of the NBA. Like every game I've watched, there has not been a team that I've watched yet. Then like, oh, their defense is like good right now. Uh, defense? Like no one's defense <laughs> is like, good. There's no defense. Right there's now. no defense right now. And the Spurs being four zero. Yes, that's cool. But also, that's only, if you think about it, that's only a four-game stretch. Like, if it it were in the middle of the season, you're like, well, yeah, Kawhi's out. They've managed to win four while he was out. Okay. You don't think twice about it, really. Yeah. But it's it's the start of the season. You just overanalyze everything, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge has been good, though. He's been great, Yeah, actually. McKellie Barrett was texting me about him and how they're using him. And that he's not really moving the ball or passing, but he's being used as like a finisher in the Spurs offense. We were talking about how the Thunder could really benefit from using Carmelo in that way. Because Carmelo will get the ball with like 15 or 16 seconds left on the shot clock, and then he'll use the rest of the possession. And that's not really helping OKC. Uh, so if they can run, it's like the Spurs like running in action, and then if they don't get anything out of it, in the possession with LaMarcus where he just creates on his own. And that's where I think that Carmelo can thrive rather than just hijacking the entire possession. I think that could really help OKC kind of look at what the Spurs are doing. Um, so I think, I think that would be, that's an interesting way to do it. I don't think the that Thunder is will interesting. do I don't think the Thunder will do that, but I think it would be beneficial. It is stressful when Melo gets the ball and does that and runs out the <laughs> full shot clock. Cause it's like, Oh, Oh, it's only two seconds left. It's only make or miss yeah. with Melo when he gets right. in. Yeah. He, he just like flat out needs to take less shots for OKC. And I know that he, he played really well against the Pacers. He had 28 and 10. Um, but he needs to take less shots. He needs to take more threes. He needs to take less long twos. Like just do you, period. Do you feel like the Pacers game, the Pacers game is not a good example for what you're talking of, I think. In terms of how many shots he got up. So he only, because yeah. I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't remember him taking a ton, but he took 17, made nine of 17, and was three yeah. of seven from three, got to the line nine times. That's pretty much what you want Melo to do. Now, if Paul George 
had also taken 17 shots, we probably wouldn't remember think of Melo as much. Uh, but Ma- Paul George was in foul trouble the whole time, yeah, and was just at just weird. <laughs> it was just a weird, weird, weird game for him. Um, but the quotes afterwards were interesting from like Melo, and like this is why we came here, so that if we did have an off night, that you you know you can still win, you can rely on the other guys. I think it's good, but the concern, and I don't know if it's like really a concern at this point, is that. You need to see them. I'd like to see them play well with all three of them on the floor, and that hasn't really happened. You see spurts of it. I think we've seen spots. The end of the uh, Minnesota game, even though they lost, they played really well together. Yeah. And Mello, the only shot that Mello took in that five minute stretch was that final shot. He didn't really get many touches. He was basically a four spacer, and Russ just attacked. I think that's more of a formula for how this can work is that you use Russ as your primary guy, period. I think Paul George is your secondary. And then Mello is like a floor spacer and a guy who can hit open threes and maybe drive to the bucket a little bit. I just don't – I don't love using so many possessions with Carmelo at this point. I just don't think that that's going to be peak – that's not going to help this Thunder team peak. They're not going to peak unless Russ – is running the show and that Paul George is number two, in my opinion, and that Mello is taking some kind of backseat. And that hadn't happened at all, but it's been four games. There's not a lot to read into this. I don't think that you should analyze what's happened and then say, like, you know, this is what's going to happen going forward. It's not. Um, but just observations as to, like, what they can do to be better. Cool. <laughs> cool beans. Uh any other thoughts on the Pacers game? Oladipo was great. Uh, <laughs> so really we can good. talk about we can talk about um, that trade a little bit in the near. We texted about it some, but Oladipo and Sabonis have been really good this year. Yeah, and people are talking about it like it's the greatest surprise that's that's happening in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Right now, that is very dramatic the way I said that. But <laughs> but people talking about it a lot, and Oladipo's getting like all these infographics from national sites and whatever. Um, Oladipo was really good for us last year, and so bonus. We talked about him as like, oh, he's definitely a a starter in he's, the league. Like he's, he's a good. starter going forward. He's good, and he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Sabonis actually had a tough game against us. Adams really oh, Adams, killed him. He, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he was one for nine from the field. He couldn't, he couldn't buy a bucket, and Adams killed him on the inside, mm. <clears throat> on the inside of his soul. <laughs> killed him on the inside. Um, <laughs> but Vic, like Vic, is good. Vic is not going to sustain what he's done to start the season. Like you, you just have to remember that guys start sometimes start the season like really hot. And they cool off. Vic Vic is a streaky guy, and he has been his whole career. Like he's not going to continue to you know put up like thirty five a game. Like he's just not going to do that. Um, I think he could average twenty four on this team. I, I I mean I I don't know. He's with, clear with Miles Turner back because Miles. We didn't see this team with Miles Turner. No. Miles Turner takes all will take up a lot of possessions, and I just don't. I don't know. I just don't see. I think Victor is good, but I don't think that he's going to sustain what he's done. He's just never shown to be this this kind of guy in his career. It's like you're being a hater. I'm not a hater. I just don't think that all of a sudden Victor Oladipo is like an all-star shooting guard. I just don't think that that doesn't really happen overnight. I don't know if it's been overnight, though. I guess my argument is how, what this is his fifth year in the league. And that feels right for like when a shooting guard or when when a guy could really like step into his I own. Think, I think in the he's NBA. be good. I just I'm just I just don't think he's like all of a sudden elite. Okay, hater. <laughs> Maybe I'm a hater. Hater. Um, but also, the fun. I mean, we can talk about like oh, that's that's a tiki. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but, but I had uh, like the, I was at the game and there's a guy behind me after Vic was making shots. He made a three right, and the guy behind me goes. Oh my god, he couldn't hit a shot the whole time he was here last year. I was like, the dude was like probably the best three. Was there a better three point shooter on the team last year? He was good in the regular season. I think that people's gripe is the playoffs. Like their last memory of Victor Oladipo is that he was 
truly awful. He was very bad in the, in the Rocket series. I mean, that... I just... I don't know. I mean, he was... He was not ready for the moment. Whatever verbiage you want to use, he was just not good. Flat what, out, his first not good. playoffs. It was his yeah. first playoff series. Yeah. Come on, cold feet. Mm. Hater. Yeah, you get hater, cold. hater, <laughs> hater. <laughs> he got to play five games, and he was bad in all five games. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like he was I, ready. This just tells me he was ready for game six. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He only got five games. That's what he said. He was ready. After after the fifth game, he's like, game, man, man, guys, I was really ready sucks. to go off. I was saving myself for game six. <laughs> he's like, I was really ready for the next one. Um, <laughs> obviously, Steven Adams has been a storyline for the Thunder so far. He is incredible on both ends. A lot of people like to, like to talk about two-way wings, but he's probably a top five two-way big. He Totally, yes. He is scoring so easily. Like, all yes. of his points, nothing's being run for him. It, his points come in pick and rolls and trash buckets, right? Yeah. Or if he has to put something up really quick. Cause well, and Russ is looking for him all the time. Yeah. yeah. His hands are much better. His hands are so good. Yeah. There was a time where Russ threw a laser to him. He bobbled the ball, but was able to maintain and then scored. Last season, that would have been out of bounds. Yeah. I mean, and also his passing has been great. His rebounding. Even his shot blocking is up from, I mean, he's at 1.8 shots, the shot blocks per game. I mean, that, I don't know that he can keep that up, but he looks great. His timing looks so much better, though. What was that? Yes. He had a huge block in the first half of the Pacers game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it, like he was secondary help. He came, yeah, he was, a, he was a help defender. Yeah. yeah, he was a help defender. And it was just, and he had this monster block, and you're not used to seeing those types of blocks for him, where he gets the timing so good, he's already. Completely up in the air above yeah. the rim and can smack it right down. He was awesome. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's different. What's the opposite of a hater? Appreciator? Appreciate Appreciator. <laughs> um, Josh Hustis. Yeah. Getting a chance to play. He played 26 minutes I think against he, the Pacers. I think he injured uh, Ferguson. <laughs> Pushed him over in warm-ups. Did something. Put something in a shoe. I like. I think Ferguson has been so he's been surprisingly good for to me throughout the preseason and for the first couple games, but he's not as good as Josh is today. And yeah. Josh is. I mean, Josh is like six years older than him, and so I mean, he has the benefit of like being in the NBA and working out with NBA players and being in practice and stuff like that. Um, and he also has a better NBA body than Ferguson does. I mean, Ferguson is so. So skinny. I feel like he gets thinner every time I see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Houston is good. Like He's not – and let me t- explain what that means. He's a solid defender. He defended multiple positions the other night. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that Billy has always said. Like, ah, he's really between a three and a four. And he's really trying to figure – I mean, Billy's just been BSing about him for I don't know how long. Right. Like, there's just no way that that's, like, all of a sudden he can defend every position. Yeah. Like, he's been able to do this. But for whatever reason it is, he just he just wouldn't play him. And now, like, he's out there defending shooting guards all the way to centers, and he's doing a good job. Uh, he needs to figure out what his place is on the offensive end. Uh, which should just be spot up three point shooter. Period. He took like a turnaround, you know, shot in the key that was in the lane that was just not a good shot. It was mm. kind of a dumb shot. Um, so if he doesn't do any of that and he takes three point shots and can hit, you know, thirty five percent of them, then he is absolutely what this team needs because he's a great rim defender. He's a good rebounder. Um, so I think I mean that's I think it's something that the Thunder have needed for a long time is like options on the wing, especially when Robertson looks like a head case. Um, so having him and Jeremy Grant, Patrick Patterson, Alex Abrinas, the Thunder have never really had that many like wing options, and even Felton who can play the two position a little bit, like having that many options on the wing, the Thunder have never had that, and so they're. they're they could be on their way to having a lot of three and D guys. And if they can keep this team together and Ferguson develops, you know, into, you know, year two or three, then like you might have like, you know, four or five options to use, which is really exciting. So it's, it's just cool to see that the thunder have found a few guys that could possibly be three and D. 
because uh, they've needed that for a long time. I think I know why Houston hasn't been playing. Why? I why? think Billy. I think okay. Hear How? Me out. He uh, what? Look at when when Houston and Grant are on the court together next on TV or if you're at the game. Yeah. Look at them standing next to each other at the free throw line when they're lined up. They literally have the exact same body. It is they're like the exact same height. <laughs> their shoulders look the same. Their arm length is the same. They're the same. They're the exact same body. Okay. Then watch them when they run back down the other end of the court. They run the same. And they kind of do the same things. I think Billy thought he wasn't allowed to play. <laughs> How in the hell? I don't think Billy they're twins. Was, they're twins, that is all. <laughs> they're twins. I don't think Billy thought he was allowed to play two of the same player at the same game. time. <laughs> I have no game. It's called Mariel Twins. <laughs> they look the same. Wow. Good God! Good God! It looks we This is from a, have, like, you seen, have you heard this? Two thousand four yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is back when there were like twelve funny things on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> this was one of them. Well, so, you guys can't see me, but they're just doing their thing, and I'm just smiling. <laughs> I'm just sitting here smiling. But uh, yes, I think you're correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's why. Well, they do a lot of the same things. I think that Jeremy Grant. Is just a more aggressive version of Josh Eustis or yeah, vice versa. Definitely. Especially when Jeremy Grant looks around, there's not an immediate pass, so he says, I got to put the ball in the court. I'm going to the I got to go. How many times does he fall over or just completely lose the ball? Every time. It, it feels looks like, like he ha- doesn't know how to dribble a basketball. It's, it's rough. That's another guy that should just be 3 and D, like, period. Like, yeah. Just... Even I mean he's hit, you know, a few threes this season. Yeah. And he doesn't it doesn't look horrible. A lot of people were predicting that he would just be awful from three. And he still could be. I mean, we're still in like way, 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 way small sample size theater. But mm. we're in the infancy of the season. Yeah. Mama. But but he's at least hit shots. Um we're Andre Robertson. Like he was good in transition the other night. Um but I just He's he's got to work his way back, whatever that means. That's what Billy said the other night. Whatever that means, please go ahead and do that. He's got to work his way back, man. He, and everybody just looked at each other after I asked. He said he's got to work his <laughs> way. He's working his way back. We're like, what? We're like back from? That's what? Nick Gallo, who's like the Thunder Thunder B writer, like works for the Thunder. I said, what does that mean? He said, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I guess he had a plasma injection, but it was in June. No, he's been fine. Physically, he's fine. That has not lo- been the issue. Yeah, but he lo- like, he has said it. Andre has said it. Billy has said it that he's not the defender that he was at the end of last season. They've both said that. Okay, that it's means like, that he needs to give up alcohol. To me, <laughs> maybe he does. To me, it's just why. You yeah. know, like what is going like what is going on here because he is not active on the offensive end, and which if he's not active, then he's actively hurting you. <laughs> nice. And then he <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he's not the elite defender that he was. I think he's been he's been a good defender. But if Andre Robertson is only a good defender, then you can't play him more than twenty minutes a game. Yeah, and people are you're right. Like people are getting by him and tricking him in ways that you are not used to seeing him. Yeah, uh, uh, fumble. Yeah, that's not cool. Also, Darren Collison is just a solid backup point guard, and he's yeah. not a starting point guard. No. But Vic Vic handled the ball most of the time, I felt like. Yeah. You know how many assists he had the other night? Who? Sarah. Who? Collison? Vic. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> That's how you say zero in Spanish. Sarah. How do you know. spell it? C-E-R-O? No, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> right. uh, guys, you know what I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Thumb beers. Oh, let's talk about this. Specifically, it's a cold day. (laughs) Don't hold that over the the board, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, it's a cold day. The the low today is like 30. It's great. That's cold. We need a hard free. We need a hard free. Is that something that you say like when you become an adult? No, we're about to get a hard free. You say to people, like, we we could really use a hard free. Why? Kill all the bugs. Okay. Kill all the grass. Kill it. Get it you know, get it out of here. You know it gets a hard freeze when it's cold outside. What? 
my nipples. You know what? You know what I need to. You, you ruined I, every anthem. You know, hold on. You know what I need to warm them up. What? A nice anthem brew. It's a little bit. Of I was going my to system. say. I was going to say the Uroboros. This is the Uroboros. Oh, yeah. When it's a little cold outside, it'll warm you up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's time for Uroboros stout. It's it's uh it's it's thick. Man, I like. I would drink it now. This morning, I would too. Right now, Style six thirty. Continually renewing itself in forms and reborn here as a Belgian-inspired creation. Roasted chocolate malts, dark candied sugar, oak spirals, and Belgian yeast. Circle in harmonious union. It's very good. It's delicious. Are you it's, kidding me? It is good. It is good for for a for a colder day. It's good. It is. It is. Uh, it's. Oof. It is. I will say without hesitation, my favorite of the anthem. Luke, Bruce, I true. knew that this was coming up. You still sold me on Earl Burroughs. I'm buying some tonight. Okay. Perfect morning beer, midday beer, <laughs> afternoon beer, night beer, anytime. Good beer. Midnight wake up. Beer. Wake up. Wake up. You got um, dry mouth from sleeping. You gotta go pee. Go pee. Grab yourself a beer. Then it, 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 go back Actually, to bed. Actually, just like just go enjoy one. Yeah, with, have with one company. Well, I'm just saying, you can have it whenever. Go down it's to the tap you. room, Southwest Fourth <laughs> Street in downtown OKC. Uh, it's just a cool place to be. They always have events on Fridays. They have live music. Uh, we've done live pods there. It's a great place yeah. to be. The other thing about the Ouroboros is that that's the one that I feel like. That I get the most that they infuse and like they put in a bourbon barrel. Mm, they put in different yeah. kind of barrels to like to kind of mess with the flavor. The and, coffee and it's coffee yes, with it? yes, yeah. it's great. Oh, it's great. So at the tap room, you can uh, investigate that. Please and do. It's very good. Go check out. I was them brewing and tell them you were sent to investigate by the Down to Dunk podcast boys. Yes, so, yes I'm here to investigate <laughs> your Uroboros in Let's, my mouth. Uh, Let's go to some TQ. TQ's questions. Our first TQ comes from at C Kelly Zero. Who we were talking about Stephen Adams earlier, and this is he wants to know the same thing. Does Stephen have a shot at most improved player? He's looked incredible, incredible. Uh, if he keeps up these scoring averages, sure. I just don't think he will. But if he does, then, I get yeah, he has a chance. Why? Why wouldn't he? And not not saying I disagree, but I'm just tra- why? Why would his scoring averages go down? I just don't know that he's going to get nine shots a game. Like he like sh- last like the last game, Paul George is not only going right. to take like ten or eleven shots or whatever, right? And a lot of those went to Adams, and I think once Russ and Paul George and Russ. And Carmelo developed some chemistry, then he's going to throw the ball to them. But right now, like the only two guys on the team that have any chemistry is Russ and Steven Adams. And so, like right now, like that's the easy go to. But eventually, you want that easy go to to be Paul George. You don't want it to be Steven Adams every time. So mm-hmm. I just don't think that will continue. Uh, but if he average, I mean, if he averages, you know, two blocks, two steals, and assists, you know, nine rebounds and fourteen points a game. And, you know, I think his defensive rating is like 95 right now. Like, if all of that maintained, which I don't think it will, then, yeah, he has a shot Mm -hmm. at it. But I just don't – I think that he'll settle in closer to like 10 points, 9 boards. I can definitely see him being a double-digit scorer by the end of the season. I I just feel like his points are coming so much so in the flow of the game and just just so naturally that it's hard for me to imagine them not happening. Yes, yeah. you know, I, and I can see what you're saying. He won't be getting as many. Like he had 13 shots against the Pacers. He just won't get as many touches. He won't get as many touches. I see. I but, but you're right that in Hater. the flow, <laughs> Hater. Hater. in the flow of the game, if if he can, I don't know. I don't think I don't see anything about what he's doing that feels unsustainable, except right. for just the amount of shots that he's getting. Yeah, I can. Um, hear that. So he could be a candidate for that. I think that he could also be. Um, like on the all defensive second team, possibly. He's just, I mean, he's been really, really good. He's been very disruptive. He's, to me, of any of the players, he's played the best in all four games. Yeah. Like he's been very consistent. And it's mostly because he knows what he's doing and that his job has not changed since he's been in the league. And everybody else's job has changed. Mm-hmm. So 
His job hasn't changed, and his job has actually gotten easier. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it, yes, just because of who's on the court with him now. Way easier. Yeah, and he says the same thing every media day when they ask him. You know, what are you? What did you work on? What are you going to do different this season? Oh, same thing, Mike. It's the same stuff, Mike. All the same stuff. It's all the same stuff, Mike. It's all the same stuff. It's all the same stuff. I've got soft hands. Soft. Weird. Having Did you hear that Fred, interaction between yeah. friends asking him if his hands have gotten softer was because he responded as if his hands were physically <laughs> softer to the touch. Right. And I think that was hilarious. Yes. It's like, that's an old question. That's an old question. That's a weird question, mate. <laughs> I loved that. And Fred is just like cracking up at it. <laughs> yeah. Which it was great. really good. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, next Twitter question <laughs> comes from at drinking tea. Who wants to know if it's a good sign that Russ has been closing out aggressively on three-point shooters rather than them shooting uncontested? Uh, yes. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Russ has been – he's just been interesting this season. Like, he was incredible against the Pacers. Um, and he's been good in spots in the other games. But he is trying to do everything the right way. This season, and I, some of it is that it's. I mean, it's such a pivotal season for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, it really matters what happens with this team this year to keep Paul, and then maybe Melo offset, and they try again. Um, they have to be very good, and Russ has is trying his best to fit in and trying to make things happen for this team. And part of it is that he's playing decent defense. There's definitely been times where he's fallen asleep. I mean, against the Wolves, like he just walked around a pick, you know, that he had, um, and Andrew Wiggins just went right to the bucket. Like there's been mistakes like that, but closing out is really important. Um, and it's something that probably the Thunder talked a lot about in preseason. Um, because if you don't close out on shooters, you don't make it in this league. Yeah. Yeah. Russ would not make it in this league. If he didn't close out <laughs> hey. on shooters, man. <laughs> Russ. You're on notice, man. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to keep it going in this league. Uh, something I would say, too, is like every, everyone's trying pretty hard on closeouts. You like have it's to. like yeah. and you have to for sure. With the amount of threes that teams are taking. Yeah. Like you have to. The rotations know. have been consistently good. Yeah. The rota- from yes. game to game, too. Yes. The switching and the rotations have been good. Yeah. have been really good. Uh, you mentioned Russ is like trying to do everything the right way. That's something I was very relieved to see was it yes it, yes Russ just has to be Russ like what Mello was saying yesterday um was like who was he talking to from the radio anyway he was talking to a radio guy yesterday and said you know I told Russ like we came here for you right like you do your thing we came here for you and yes that's what Russ has to do is Russ has to be Russ and they will fit mm-hmm. in but something I really appreciated seeing from Russ was especially in these first games was like, Hey, Mello and Paul George, like, I really want you to know that I want you to be here. Like, I'm glad you're here yeah. and I'm trying to show you, like, I will change my game if I need to. Like, I want you to know that, uh, that I want you here. It's just nice to see when people letting other people know they want him. <laughs> he wants, well, I like the popular song. He wants them to want him. I want. True. He, he needs them to need him. <laughs> he does. He'd love. Yeah. He'd love them to if love the, him. If the Thunder are going to be elite, Russ has got to be good on both ends. And so far, I feel like he's trying. Yeah, that's good. all. You know what? Just try. Just try. Just try. Just try, and then you do you, and you chill. Oh no! Ooh. Oh no! Oh, no. Trigger! No! You love KD, but don't do that. I love KD. Oh God! Hey, I beat the I love KDs. In you killed basketball. me. Yeah. You killed me. And I'm Let's... currently currently playing Luke, um, and he's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Not any good. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Mind Night Ross, who wants to who says <laughs> that Robertson was a lot better versus the Pacers, but why was his playtime limited? Only Depot seems like a great reason to play Dre. I didn't think he was that much better against the Pacers. I thought I th- he was. I thought he was more active. What is a plasma injection? You know, they take it out of the TVs with the. Oh, yeah, plasma TV injection. <laughs> <laughs> put it right in your knee. 
you should get a reception. I don't know. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know. I know you can is. sell your plasma. That's true. Yeah. Twenty third Street, man. You need a little extra cash. Sell Go on plasma. down. S- sell your plasma. That's what Robertson was doing. He was selling the <laughs> selling plasma. plasma this summer. <laughs> well, it's a great way to get beer money in college. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. I think he's limited because they have other options right now. Mm-hmm. And that those other options aren't just not doing anything on the offensive end. And so I think that Robertson ultimately will settle in at 20 to 25 minutes a game just because they have those other options. Because you can play Ray Felton next to Russell Westbrook. Because you can play Alex Abrinas. And he, Alex Abrinas didn't play all that much the other night either. Um, but you can play Josh Hustis, who's kind of a two-way wing, and same with Jeremy Grant. And I think that uh, Billy likes that versatility, and he's going to keep he's going to keep playing those guys. And if Robertson continues to be a head case on the offensive end, and he's not setting screens, and he's not moving around um, on the baseline or something like that, then like what's I mean, it's it's just becoming more and more difficult to keep a guy that only plays defense on the court on the wing in this NBA where you're moving or everything is going so fast and you're trying to spread the court. Uh, but when you kill one side of the court, I mean, that's really is detrimental in Man. big games with his free throw shooting. He just won't be able to be, to play. It can be, a, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. It's good. It's going to be a problem for the thunder. And is he a useful player? Absolutely. Is he an elite defender? He has been in the past. Uh, and I think that he will be this season and that is useful. Um, but you just can't you can't ignore what he's done on the offensive end this season. You just you can't. And so And there's you know, what sucks for Robertson is there's not that many more there's not that many guys in the league anymore that you can compare him to. Like because yeah. all the other guys have an offensive game now. Like Tony Allen has always been able he hasn't been a good offensive player, but there have been things he's always been good at well, that Tony you Allen's can depend the on. Blueprint him. For- Robertson, right. right? Even Luke Richard and Bamute is like he can shoot it. Now. He can shoot it now. Yeah. Like when did that happen? You know, he used to totally be a guy who he could. He was a defender. That's really it. Last season, he was pretty good from spot up. Yeah, like he's like that's a guy you can play easily now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then who's the other guy in on the Nets? Uh, on the Nets or on yeah, the Rockets? No, the Nets. And he's a young player. Drafted really high like three years ago. Oh, the, with the three names? Yes, with the three names. I can't <laughs> believe I forgot his name. But anyway, even him, that's a guy who didn't really have offensive game either, but he's kind of coming around a little bit. Ronda Hollis-Jefferson. Ronda! Ronda. <laughs> Rayshon Rondo Hollis-Jefferson. Yeah, Old Ronda. And he doesn't take like a ton of, he's not taking a ton of threes or anything, but. No, and I don't even think you have to be able to take threes necessarily. It's just hard to be, it's just very difficult to be a wing in this league and not take threes. Yes. Like what wing is super productive, that's really, really helpful, and doesn't take threes in the NBA? Like name me one. I wanted to say Dwayne Wade, but then it's like, but he's not been like super duper like yeah helpful, super duper scooper pooper, super duper scooper pooper. I mean, I, it's it's becoming increasingly more difficult to to play those guys a lot of minutes. I think that he just has to be a big on off on the offensive end. I feel like that's the answer. Yeah. And then, but okay, if that's what you're doing then would you rather have him or Jeremy Grant play that position if you're choosing? Like, because he's not going to play that if Melo and Steve are on the court. Yeah, I think he should. Uh, He just, the thing is that he is an awful shooter, but he's like a good screen setter. Mm -hmm. He's a good finisher at the rim. Mm -hmm. He can pass it a little bit. Uh, But they're just not playing him to his strengths. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a Robertson thing. I don't know if that's a Billy thing. I feel like thing. it's a Robertson thing. I feel like it is too. He's such a he's he's a confidence guy. Like if he's not playing confidently, then he is not good. Yeah, it's not like things. It's not like schemes change uh, in the or like the uh, the Thunder's offensive game plan changes that much in the playoffs. And he always plays really well in he's the playoffs. Always great. And, it, so and he's always not, moving, and he's always screen setting, and he's always hustling, and he's never stationary. It's weird. Like go, just go to YouTube, 
and just search Andre Robertson playoffs. I think I said this on another show. Do it and just watch. Like, oh, well, that's a great player. He's on our team. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's great. Here's the thing. He's not. He's not really on our team. He's right not now. on our team right now. <laughs> I hate. I don't. I think that he's a good, productive player, but he has to be used in the right way. Yeah. And after you do that on YouTube, type in Mario Twins. <laughs> and then type in Mario Twins. <laughs> You'll love it. Please. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Maze Jin, who wants to know, who is the Thunder's best guard besides Russ? And dare they ask, who is the third best guard? Uh, so the second best guard, I guess we can put shooting guards in this as well. Probably Alex Sabrinas, right? Yeah, and Ray Felton. Ray, I was gonna say Ray Felton. Ray's been good, man. On on both ends, out both ends, you know. Yeah. Ooh. Uh. Yeah. He's been good. What? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. It's a weird look. Hater. Um. Hater. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's probably Abrinas and Felton, depending on the game. Uh. And there's not a lot of other guards. On, there's like not a lot of like quote unquote guards on this team. No. I mean. Andre Robertson plays guard, plays, plays shooting guard, but he's not really a guard, right? I mean, he's a forward. He's a wing. Um, so that's probably it. And that's probably like, like that's as many guards as there are on the team. And then Terrence Ferguson is a shooting guard for sure. Like, I don't, I don't like playing him at any of the forward positions because he's mm-hmm. just way too thin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are probably them. And then I love Rufon. Rufon's fun. He's, He's good. really fun. I like him. There, there were times in this season, in this young, young season, where you'd yeah. rather have Ray Felton out there than Russell Westbrook. <laughs> wow. Should Felton start? Remin- <laughs> reminiscent of the Mainer arguments. <laughs> Should Russell Westbrook be the sixth man? That's what I'm really getting at here. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might fix Paul George's issue here no, if when, Raymond Felton when, starts. He's trying to figure things out. I, he's trying yeah. to figure things out, and it just wasn't working. Yeah. Against the Timberwolves, there were a lot of times where I was like, oh, I kind of wish Ray would stay in the game. <laughs> Guys, our next Twitter question comes from at Think of a card. Mm, okay, got it. <sighs> who wants to, who says Vic and Domus doing so well. How are we holding Vic back? Domus. If Singler were <laughs> traded, would he become the player we hoped he would be when he got him? I think that the Singler thing is absolutely true, yes. <laughs> it's not. He's a broken man. No, he'd he'd have find new lives. So here's how they were misusing Victor Oladipo last season. Is that everything was geared toward Russ. Every single thing. And he was the best corner three-point shooter. And whenever you put a guy in the corner, it really limits who they are as an offensive player. The guys who are typically parked in the corner are the guys that that's, that's all they're going to do is shoot threes. And that's all that Vic really did for the team. And it was helpful. And it was good for the team in spots. But you really want to put him on the wing where he can play make. And create you know a secondary play out of that, but they put Domas there, who Domas is a good passer, uh, but it probably was too soon to put him in that position. And you're seeing with the Pacers that Domas is really a center, mm-hmm. and the trouble is that they already had two really good centers on the team, and so they had to play him at power forward, and they couldn't play him close to the basket, and so they tried to make him a stretch four, and it was definitely a misuse of his skills. But it was all because the roster did not fit together at all. And so that's, I mean, it all comes down to like the roster last year just didn't fit. And it was not a great roster. Um, And it was all geared toward Russ. And so, yeah, could they have used Vic on the wing rather than in the corner? I think that would have probably helped Vic's numbers and made him look like a better player. Um, But did he serve the purpose of getting Russell Westbrook the MVP and making Russ look really great? Yes, and ultimately, I think that's what the Thunder wanted. If you think about it, like the best outcome for OKC is probably that Russell Westbrook wins the MVP, OKC gets all this shine, and then they're able to go get other guys um, rather than you know try to play team ball and the Thunder win forty three games and right. then get bounced in the first round, and then like that that's a that's not a great season for the Thunder after they lose Durant. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. 
Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Splash Myers, who wants to know who should be the number one option, Russ, Mello, or PG. Russ is the number one option. This isn't a question to me. Russ should be the number one option. We talked about this earlier. Paul yeah. George, too. Mellow finisher. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Russ is the best player on this team. He ha- and Yes, he has to be. Period. Next question. Next Twitter question. It comes from at Comzy, who wants to know who will lead the team in techs. And have you noticed how good Adams is at getting good position on offensive free throw rebounds? I have noticed that. He's always jumping around. <laughs> he's he's just a smart player. Uh lead the lead, lead the team in Texas got to be Russ, right? Yeah, it's got to be. be Russ. It's got to be Russ. Has Mel got in trouble for cursing when he rebounds? No, that's just should his he? thing. I love Mel, it. Why? Why should he? I love it. Guys curse so much on the court. It's on TV. But he just yell like he is just screaming. <laughs> and, he, and when he does it, he happens to be by a, the, the microphone that's by the uh, yes. basket. Yeah, on the rim. That's the only reason we hear it. Everyone else is doing the same thing. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's great. hilarious. It's really good. It's very fun. It's good. Uh, so, uh, Russ leading the team in Tex. Yeah. yeah. Who else is going to be? You know who I thought, you know, you think maybe Dakari, I think is going to serve his, pur- <laughs> you know, Vic served his purpose. Dakari's right. purpose is get a ton of Tex. <laughs> Never play a game, get kicked out. That would game. be hilarious. <laughs> that would be so great. If you just sat on the bed, you got two Tex. It's a, a great brand. That's a good brand. <laughs> That's like a mascot. That's a second mascot. Uh, kind of. Actually, how how mad would people be at Dakari if he's just sitting on the bench and giving free throws and the ball back to the other team? <laughs> <laughs> Never playing. Never. He gets two turnovers a game. Just cursing out the refs on the bench. His box score's minus two. He never played a minute. They they wave him in the middle of the season because he's just getting so many texts. Um, yeah, it's Russell. No question. All right, next Twitter question comes from Russell Thunder underscore. <gasps> Russell Thunder underscore. Who wants to know? Oh, he says he needs some inside information. Whose island are we buying real estate on? Okay. Okay. So this is a reference to Dion Island. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we're looking at the whole league. I thought about this. Yeah, Dion is you buy stock on his island because of his play and because of that he's funny, like his personality, yes. right? Like that's why. And his stock is so low that you feel like this is going to work at some point. This is all going to come yeah. together. Yeah. So, but I tried to think of someone that like I cared about enough, mm-hmm. like someone that said and like whose personality really sh- really shines through. The only person I can think of this year that is doing things like that is Kyrie Irving. But I'm not going to buy stock because it's so high. But there's no good – give me a good uh, option. Stanley Johnson. What's he doing? Get in early on Stanley Johnson. (laughs) Hey, man, I just got a good feeling about Stanley. Stanley with Stan Van, give me a break. Stan Stan? Give me the Stan Stan. Stanley Stan Van. (laughs) Uh, uh, I think Stanley Johnson is going to be good. I'm a believer. I need him to say, okay, so he has potential for me because he has said things in the past, right? Like the thing about LeBron. Right. In the first round of the playoffs, like he is, he's talking smack to LeBron. Okay. Not backing it up. Not backing it (laughs) up. Having a terrible season last year. (laughs) Which actually sells me on, on buying his stock. Yeah. If you talk a bunch of game and you don't back it up, but you but you're you very still funny. believe it. Yeah, you still believe it, yeah. and you still try a lot, and you still play. I'm I'm thinking about you. That's you yes. know you might you might make me rich someday. Bye, Stan. Stan. All right, stock. So the first thing he says this year, I'll buy stock. Uh, I, Isaiah Thomas. He was on this week's Law and Order SVU. Oh really? Oh yes. Weird. It was uh, not a good cameo. Mellows, Mellows was a lot better when he was on a few years ago. I didn't know Mello was on SVU. Yeah. yeah Do you Sam- think these guys watch it? <laughs> he like was on, on with Saturdays. Chris, he was on with Chris Bosch. Was he really? Uh-huh. Oh wow, that's not a, that's a guy they used to play AAU ball with. Was getting taken advantage of by their coach back in the day. Oh my! Oh, 
Uh, Stanley Johnson this season, thirty-three <laughs> percent from the field, sixteen percent from three. <laughs> Buy low, people. Buy low. That is a good option. Uh, you know Buy low on Isaiah's acting career is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. You okay? Okay. Yeah. He was great. <laughs> Limited minutes. He was great. Oh, okay. Also, uh, if you've listened to our show for a long time, you know I really like this guy, OG Ananobi. Yeah. Buy his stock, man. I'm a fan. I think he's going to be all real good, and I'm still a real pissed that they didn't take him. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, wait, before you go on, I want to talk about Kyrie. Did you hear what he said about the Bucks court yesterday? Yeah, he was. I, I did. <laughs> did you he hear say? this? No, I didn't. Hear okay. He was concerned that like it was an old court, like okay. they had, like they had put, <laughs> like it was painted as if it w- was from like a throwback court. Yeah, right? they're doing a throwback. Now. It was well, a throwback court. Well, they yeah. thought he thought they had brought in an the old court and laid it on top of the new court. And he was like, this is going to be like as old. I, I, I don't oh think it's going to be as good. It was bad. It was so like cringy to watch it. Cause he's talking to the press, you know, and they're, they're throwing out like a fun question. Like, what do you think about the old court or whatever? And he's like, well, to be honest, I'm kind of concerned like for health reasons and, Blah, blah, blah. And, like, he's talking about this, like, I don't know if that's going to be good to, like, be running around on that and stuff. And they said, well, well, it's just painted. It's new stuff, but it's just painted old. And he's like, man, I'll, I walked out there and I could tell it's different. It is not the same. <laughs> this, and he, like, doubles down on it. Here's, here's, I don't think he's a smart guy. <laughs> no, he's Oh, not. really? <laughs> oh. Because he now... He's a pseudo intellectual, and he, he na- loves being that, and that's he, why I want to buy stock. He now believes the Earth is round, and that's why I'm not out. I'm not in. And then, and he tries to act like, yeah, I was joking the whole time, but it's like I don't think no, you, you really weren't. were. I mean, he was a flat earther. Yeah, he's he's a weirdo. <laughs> I love it. He's weird. Uh, let's uh, let's go to the trade machine. Oh, uh, we're taking the legend of Trevor Shamble, man. <laughs> What? What matter? We're talking to the trade machine. Oh. <laughs> we haven't uh, been to the trade machine in so long. Four, in four games into the season. Let's switch some things up. Let's do We've it. We've seen enough. Ooh, well, you know why? Why? Eric Bledsoe. Oh, yeah. Come on. We do uh, got to talk he, about that. You're going to be Ryan McDonough. That okay. he wants out. wild. Do you think he was at the hair salon? No. no. Where do you think he was? Ryan McDonough already came on the record saying... Said he's at the hair salon. He's he not. Doesn't, well, he doesn't think he believe, He didn't think he was at the hair salon. Yeah, but he doesn't know he wasn't at the hair salon. No, he was not at the hair. He salon. was not. He wants out. It's a. I mean, why would you not want out? Right. Yeah. All right. I'm buying stock. I'm buying Bledsoe stock. I think that is such a bad excuse, but a hilarious thing to say to your GM <laughs> when he asks you. Well, I was at the hair salon. Is it the hair salon? <laughs> it's taking a long time on it out. Ever as a man said that you. Are at a hair salon. Well, no. His point was, I think, like he was saying, his his girl dragged him to the hair salon. So he's like, oh, okay. oh I don't want to be okay, here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But Maybe. still, it's just not true. I mean, no, no, it's not. It's a terrible <laughs> excuse. And when you go, when you, I'll say, when you're a little kid and you go to the hair salon with your mom, it's the worst. <laughs> you know, and the, you want out of there. It is pretty terrible. <sighs> you know, nothing bad ever happened to me in a salon, but I do have distinct memories of just the fiercest boredom i've felt in my life yeah and it's a bad feeling it's pretty bad uh so you're gonna be ryan mcdonough okay i've got several trade calls for you uh ring 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 hello arturis kanasovas here from the denver nugs i have i've never met you before (laughs) i've never met you but let's do a deal uh great to meet you on the phone yeah get a three Emmanuel Moutier, first round pick, top ten protected for Ooh. Eric Bledsoe. Mm. I'm I'm gonna pass and hear what else everyone else has got for me. I'll call I'll call you later. Yeah, I'll call you back. You don't. Go, I'll call you. Don't worry about it. Uh, ring 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 ring. Hello, the Vlade to you today. Love you, love you, Vladdy. Do you want the bled the bled in my house? Mm-hmm. Uh, we give you the Garrett Temple, the Justin Jackson, 
and the uh, Gorgas Papa Sega Genesis for <laughs> the Eric Bled. Uh, I'm gonna take a peasy pass on that one, Vladdy. Oh, well, I can take take them from you. Mm, yeah. So when someone says they're gonna pass, it means I don't want to do it. One basketball included in the uh, trade. One more. Oh, basketball. you think I'm saying I'm gonna pass you, Eric Bledsoe, like basketball? Pass me the like pass, pass me the, the bled to the basketball. <laughs> we score the hoop. Okay. Please. All right. Hey, I'm gonna hang up now. Please. Okay. Thanks. We'll call league office Beep. to finalize the trade. <laughs> uh, ring, 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 ring. Hello. John Horst. Horst, Horst, Horst. From the Milwaukee Bucks. John Horst. Milwaukee. Horst is such a Milwaukee name. Horst. How's it going? Good. You're, you're still Ryan McDonough. Horst. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's going well. Let's let's see. You got Giannis in this for me? It's going well? Uh <laughs> What? <laughs> All right, ho- horseman. Uh, uh, Greg Monroe. Oh, Matthew Dellavedova. DJ Wilson for Eric Bledsoe and Jared Dudley. Ooh, no, thank you. I already have way too many. Hold on, stay on the line. Like... Stay on the line. All right, all Greg right. Monroe. I don't want Greg Monroe for sure. He's an expiring contract. Just shut up and listen. This okay. is horse. All right, talking. all right, horse. So you're basically swapping. Tyson Chandler and Greg Monroe getting off the Chandler money. Okay. Keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. John, Hen- John Henson, DJ Wilson, and a first round pick protected top five mm-hmm. for Eric Bledsoe. That, that one. Now that's interesting. Get away from Tyson money, get a first round pick, but you know what? We, we want to be good, but we also want to plan for the future. That's what I heard about myself. That's what I know about me. That's what I know about me, and I know that this is this means a full gone rebuild. And I know that my owner's going to kill me if I agree to that. So <laughs> I want to keep my job. So no. So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep pretending as if I can build a team that can win now and also be good in the future, and keep pretending that I'm a good GM. <laughs> so no, no, I'm gonna not take this. It It'd would really give the, me away. That'd be great for the Bucks. And when there was yeah. a bad one, you should have called it horsed crab. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. The first one was horsed crab. The first one was horsed crab. You, and you know it. You could have buzzed in as my uh, secretary. secretary. Yeah. Uh, uh, sir, I think that's a bunch of horsed crab. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a t- there was one episode where I would call the secretary that would buzz me into the GM. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> it was just a little too much. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hello, Rich Cho here. Hey, hello, hi. It's good to hello, Cho. Good to hear. Hello, good Joe. to hear your voice again, Ryan. Uh, we said we weren't going to talk about that night. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. On to basketball talk. Okay. Uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist for Eric Bledsoe. Straight up. <laughs> so I just threw up in my mouth. Just wanted to see. I didn't. I threw up out of my mouth. Just trying to gauge. You know, that's a bad. That's you're not close with that one. Hey, uh, Kate Gilchrist is only a negative ten. Only has a negative ten per so far this season. So. <laughs> that's great, man. You know, when he gets to zero, still don't call me. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, Stan Van, my boy, Stan Van here. What do you think about Eric Bledsoe on my team? Uh, and Reggie Jackson on your, your team. team. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. If you're what... looking to ruin another point guard, Reggie's a great candidate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ruin the man. God, I'm it. thinking about it. Hold on. Let Take me ask it. my. Let me Take ask my it. secretary. <laughs> Uh, Jolene. Yes. Oh, wow. I can still hear you. Well, stay on the line. What do you think about Reggie Jackson, Joe? Jojo? I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jolene hates him. We're going to pass, Dan. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, ring, yeah. Ring, 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 
dimps. Don't know how I have a job. Don't know how I have a job. (laughs) Me neither. Me neither. Still calling you for a trade. Uh, Omer Osik, Chick Diallo, Frank Jackson, and a first round pick for Eric Bledsoe. Okay. Uh, Here's here's a question. Okay. If I give you this trade, (laughs) will you? Pay me back sometime down the road when, like, I really need help. Like, I, here's the deal: we're the only two GMs going to keep us in each other's jobs. Here's the thing: we play, we both we I don't know if we'll both have jobs next season. But so, how am I helping you? Well, I'm helping you, and then you can help me. Great. Later. Yes, the answer is yes. All right, I trust you. I believe you. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm to hell. Let's do it. What if that was the trade that ends up happening for Eric Bledsoe? That's an awful trade. God, that'd be the most anticlimactic. To, like, they need him really badly. Like they need really any player that's good. Yeah, but they don't have anything. Like Frank Jackson is like their like best like player asset right now. He's like a second round point guard who's really not a point guard. Check Diallo, which he probably isn't an NBA player, and then. I mean, you have to Omer. You have to include Omer just to get to the money. Forgot he was still a person. Oh, he's a guy. Omer. Hey, uh, do you guys want to do any more Twitter questions? Well, let's let's do rap- some fun ones, man. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Okay. First one from at Bangelo. Best coffee place in OKC. Okay, this could get this could rough up the waters a little bit at the I, table. I, could mine's it? not going to be very exciting. What Starbucks? Oh, oh, do you not, not true, Do you though. not go to like a? I go to Starbucks. Like I, I know I drink Starbucks as well. But yeah. like, do you go to a coffee place ever? I don't it, often go to a coffee place. I often just make my own coffee at home. Hmm. That's uh, I would I would I argue successfully. Starbucks is a coffee place. <laughs> well, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Well, tell us your like, coffee slingers. Is coffee good. slingers is really good. That's probably where I go the yeah, most. They're great. Um, Elemental. Very light, very light roast. A little too light for me it's sometimes. It's too light. You're right. You're right. You're it's too, right. a little too blonde. Uh, I really like It's good, though. Um, those places are good. I kind of expected you guys to have places I actually, that I could argue against. If I go, mine's not in – if you get up to Stillwater, Aspen. Coffee yeah. is great. It's they great. have one in Edmond now. There's a new place, um, Classen Coffee Company. Mm. It's, I've heard it's really good. Haven't been, but I've heard – Brett Dawson said it's really good. My boss – so that's really good. Okay. So, go Wait, off he's their your recommendations. Boss? No, 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 no. Oh. So, and my boss. <laughs> I was like, Two what people the heck? When did that things. happen? Yeah. Uh, Cafe Evoke in Edmond is very good as well. Um, but the, you know what I noticed? Being a, being a, going around in these places, they all kind of like quit and work at the, another one. Oh, yeah. Another one. Another one. Another uh, one. They're like the same baristas that just rotate around That's these right. like yeah. three. So when you saw the guys that quit Mars Music and go to Guitar Center. It's, oh, man, that pissed me off, oh, man. Oh, man. Let's talk about brand loyalty. Come same on. That really thing. pissed me off. What's the next off? question? Next question. Andrew, you had, I think, uh, I think you had a good response in our uh, text about this. I want to ask it. It is from Bandito1986. He just heard Paul George and LeBron's agents we're at the Lakers game last night. Should he be concerned? No, this is so dumb. This is the dumbest thing that has become like a story. And who did this come from? It makes no sense. This came from the Broussard man. Chris Bruce- Broussard man. Chris Broussard said this on a show and people are all like freaking out about it. But here's the deal. Paul George's agent is also Julius Randle's agent. There's a reason for him to be there. And then also LeBron's agent is uh, KCP's agent. So, like, they're there to watch their guys. So, why? Hey, everyone, take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. Pill. And, I mean, it doesn't mean that those guys, like, aren't going to look at the Lakers. or they're, Maybe they do go there. I mean, that's still possible. I'm not going to say it's, like, impossible. But to say that the only reason that they were at the Lakers game is because it's Paul George and LeBron's agent, that is just absolutely stupid kind of weird for them to do anyway like say they say it wasn't kcp and julius randall's agent as well why 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 would they go together and go watch a lakers game on the night of 
Like if if they were the if LeBron and PG were their only clients, why would they do that? They wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't do it. Very dumb. Broussard, man, we don't we haven't confirmed that he's actually still like a licensed reporter. Do you have to be licensed for that? We're done know. with you, Broussard. Another rules. Another another one. Another one. Hey guys, uh before we close out today, I want to talk to you guys about Oklahoma Shirt Company. They make t-shirts. Is t is the t and t-shirt short for anything? Um thin Thin shirts. They make thin shirts. I bet they make <laughs> thick shirts. If you're into the beefy tees, <laughs> they can uh, they can they can hook you up. Yeah, and put whatever you want on the shirt. They're that's, great. That's where they shine. They made uh, my my kids little dunk to dunk shirts, and it was, they are adorable. They're great. They're yeah. They they did it with ease. They did it quickly. Uh, they're they're just great. Great people to work with. Easy to work with. How was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, was it cost effective? It was cost effective. Yes, <laughs> couldn't buy those shirts at a retail store for that price. Could not do it. Couldn't do it. Shirt of the month. Shirt of the month. Ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. You get a shirt every month. Oklahoma if you, themed. If you get it right now, you get the startup shirt. Yes. And then you're about to get a November shirt. It's, yes. Is November? Is already November? It's about Almost. To be. Next oh, it's week. About to be. It's about to be the holiday season. That's right. Uh, but yeah, go check out Oklahoma Shirt Company. You can so if you need to order shirts like for your organization, for like a church or a school, go to them. And if you want a cool Oklahoma themed shirt that makes you look good and feel good, shirt of the month is for you yeah. ten dollars a month. Hey, and if you uh, if you want to see some of the old shirts, they have uh, they have a store that you can go to and look at. They have some of the old shirts still ten dollars. That's a steal. Do mm. it. It is a steal. Mm. Don't steal them. Pay ten dollars for them. Mm. Go and look at him. Guys, I have one final question. It is as follows. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. I'm a little peeved off this morning. We have to wake. Like, if you don't know this, we record this show at 6 o'clock in the morning on Fridays. It's been that way for over five years now. And I'm always trying to be super quiet and trying to sneak out of my house because I've got kids. My youngest woke up and he's yelling, I want lunch. <laughs> I'm hungry. I want some lunch. At 5.15 this morning. Wakes up the whole dang house because he's hungry. What? But he doesn't want breakfast. He's wanting some, he wants lunch. He's wanting lunch. Um, so my wife had to get him some food and I'm quite sure that no one has gone back to sleep. Oh, that sucks. And it makes for a not great day to start it that early because be- someone wants lunch at 515. They got some naps in their future. I know that. <laughs> oh yeah. Do they go to like school or anything? Uh, no, they, and they don't nap they, and they won't nap. What? Have they never napped? Yeah. They nap like when they're like babies. No, I mean like toddlers. Right, but they a nap has never been like their part of their daily routine. Yeah, when they're babies, toddlers, they're done now, man. They're done. They make them nap. They're done taking naps. Said so, so they're children. You'd be like, take a nap. Yeah, my parents used to make me nap, and they'd be like, "Well, just go up and go lay in your bed for a while," and I'd just lay there, <laughs> not sleep. <laughs> I don't know. How was, old were you? I don't know. Sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> go get yourself a nap, Taylor. Fine. I'm gonna go drive around. No, go nap. No, go take a nap. Uh, I'm let's, let's go to bed early. Let's go to bed real early. That's nice. Maybe it's a you better and your option. Wife can have a because if you do nap, that means going to bed later. You're right. Oh, I do You're it right. Time. I take a big nap. <laughs> you take. Hold on. Luke take takes naps nap. at like 9 p.m. Uh, no, I'll take a nap and I'll get up at like 10 and I'll do the rest of my night. Yeah, it's tough. Wow. Then you can't get life. to sleep. That's a tough life. Well, here's the thing. Don't nap. Stop napping at 8 p.m. I know. That's but weird. That's not even a nap. It's that's a pre-sleep. It's way too yeah. You're you're on the you're on the border between like going to bed for good. I actually did that the other day. I took it I took a nap <laughs> at nine. But I just 
rolled it over into a full <laughs> night of sleep. And it was, it was yeah. really good. You know what? That's nighttime. 9 p.m. is like bedtime. <laughs> it's called going to bed. <laughs> well, I, I switched my, it up. My 9 p.m. nap turned into a full night of sleep. How weird oh, is that? Oh, I, went to, <laughs> I went to nap at about 10 last night. <laughs> woke woke up, up this morning. Woke up and it's morning time. And I'm like, dang Whoa. it. <laughs> I did it last weekend too. I took a nap. But it was at like seven and i woke up and it was like that's such a weird 11. time to go to sleep yeah, yeah it's a weird uh, time. you guys miffed uh, i'm not that i guess i'm miffed at my napping i need to be better about <laughs> it i'm miffed i'm miffed at your napping i'm also miffed not a halloween person so uh, excited you, for this weekend to be over you're an idiot halloween is awesome <sighs> no Halloween's halloween fun. and thanksgiving are in the way of christmas Wrong. if you had neither halloween nor thanksgiving christmas season would start in september yeah you don't want that that's what i want i want no. six months of the year to be christmas no and six months of the year to be the year the rest of the that's year that's dumb that's a dumb take that's dumb sorry because enjoy. The, the thing sorry is, i Christ- enjoy sorry I like joy it's if christmas is half the year it's not special that's true. I disagree. It's special because you got to wait. See, for I like it. enjoying each individual thing that you comes my way. Do you enjoy Halloween? Yeah, of you course. can't put the tree up until the day after Thanksgiving. That's the rule. Candy, candy Great. is awesome. Candy's awesome. I think dressing up in costumes is fun. It's great. It's a fun time. I don't know. I don't like spooky stuff. Free candy. Do you like scary movies? I like scary movies. Hey, sometimes. Stranger Things. Oh, today it's out. Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs>